Life in the trench. Most of them come from Hello? You play to win the game. Ooh, I'd have been down bad in them trench set rap that stick. Brought my life out the trench. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. I just hope we can win a game. I'm in the trenches, relax. Pipe down, cause when you really came from the trenches, you was raised in the trenches. You feel like you trailblazed for the trenches. Mm. Trench warfare. I've been in the trenches getting rich. Welcome back to the Trenches Fantasy Football League Dynasty. That is correct. We're back, fellas. How long has it been? Like a month and a half? Two months? Pretty much, It's man. been way too long, man. Way too long. I got to ask him. How we feeling, Nate? Oh, man. We feel like one, man. That's what I'm talking no, about, man. Like we got myself, Russ. Or, no, Russ is not here. I'm, I'm, I'm in redraft mode still. Myself... Uh, <laughs> He's always not here, man. You can stay. Mind. You can stay. Always, always ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. We got myself, Rogers, Nate, and Jay White. Jay Boogie, you here? I'm here. Hey, bro. My new name is Jay Troll. That's my new name. Jay oh, Troll, man. man. Hey, follow. Hey, hey, we'll we'll forget that by the end of this podcast. It's okay. Fo- <laughs> I won't. This is based on some trades he be making. Um, bro, yeah, we got an accurate description. You know what's funny, man? We really don't have a whole lot of like league activity that happened. I really don't think we have much to catch up on. It's been like a month and a half. I'm gonna scroll through real quick and make sure, you know, some waiver wire pickups. I don't think there's any trade. I don't even know there's any trades. Um, anybody no, can think of any trades that happened in the past month and a half? Oh, um, oh, I might have completed. Yep, one. I, I well remember. actually it was a big one. Yep, myself and Jay White. Um. Oh, yeah. Um, We'll talk about that at the top. But today, what we got today is we are going to do some bold predictions going into the 2022 NFL season. It's, well, this is dropping on Thursday, the day of the first NFL regular season matchup uh, with the Rams and the Buffalo Bills. Um, but we're going to do bold predictions. So we're going to do bold predictions for players on our respective teams. And, you know, if anybody has any other bold predictions they just want to throw out there, they can do that. We're going to do playoff predictions. You know, what four teams in our dynasty league are going to make it to the playoffs. And we're going to break down the matchups for week one. Um, so that's what we have on the docket today. But uh, first, let's break down this trade, man. Since we haven't – do y'all, any other trades y'all think happen? I think that's probably the only one we – I had one. I sent uh, Tim Patrick – Away for like Robbie Anderson, yeah, Angela Williams. It was it was a small trade. It wasn't nothing that's going to move the needle for either team. I don't think. Uh, August. Yep, Russell had one as well. Uh, Russell had one. He traded um, Justin. Oh, he traded Dawson Knox in a third rounder, and in return got Justin Fields. Um, I don't know how I feel about that one now. Yeah, I mean. I think he got pretty good value getting a quarterback. I mean, it's a one quarterback league, and like, who is his quarterback? Justin Fields. Oh, he is Josh Allen. I mean, he's never going to play Justin Fields over Josh Allen. Maybe if Justin Fields starts going off and then he can flip him, cool, but. Justin Justin Fields would be, he would be a free agent in like five years. (laughs) Is he going to be one of them like career backups? But also, but like, since he's like a. Mobile quarterback, I wouldn't be would have been so early to get off of him. I would kind of want to see if he clicks with a. I mean, he's first, but 
know, I think uh, I think uh, Baton just needed tight end help. I just don't really think he had like a solid tight end because uh, he's has Dawson Knox in his starting spot. I gave, right now. Third, uh, I gave him my third tight end in the draft, and I got rid- I flipped him for Ridley. Um, yeah, he didn't have any tight ends, so he had to go get somebody. That's why he made that move. Um, but I guess the only big trade of note was um, myself and Jay White. Um, dang, three assets. Yeah, I'm going to run through Nate's real quick, and then we'll hop on to ours. Um, Nate traded off Tim, Packard, Tim, Tim Package. Tim, Tim Patrick. And in return, uh, Nate got Robbie Anderson. Daryl Williams and two third rounders, two 2024 third rounders. Got a, a haul for Tim Patrick. And then he fucked this shit up. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And then that was before the injury. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's been way too long since we've done an episode. Yeah. And then Robbie, I mean, and then Robbie's a pretty good uh, wide receiver. So, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't too keen on keeping Tim Patrick. Bro, how old is Tim Patrick? Like thirty? Nah, I think he's twenty eight. Twenty eight max though. He's I think twenty seven twenty eight. He's twenty eight. Thirty. Basically thirty. Basically. Um but yeah, so the um did we ever talk about the Cooper Cup trade on here either? Um I know I, I Oh no we didn't. No, we did not because the last episode was the um, me and you versus Colson and Russ, and we talked oh. about that's when y'all made that bet. Right after that bet was made, literally like the next day, Rodgers went out and solidified his team. The bet was that Rodgers wouldn't be top finished top five next year. Literally the next day, Rodgers goes out and trades for Cooper Cup. So the trade was he received Cooper Cup and he traded away DJ Tark, Nick Chubb, a 2023 second. A 2023 second, so two 2023 seconds and a 2023 first rounder. So a first rounder, two second rounders for next year's draft. Nick Chubb and DJ Chart for Cooper Cup. He's shiza. Jesus yep. Christ! And the, to, to just give like a quick uh, death to it, I still got the same draft picks that I ever had. Mm. So like. The small trades that I was making to be able to like throw off people because I think what Brandon Cooks I got two second rounders, uh, a couple like small trades here and there to be able to get like uh, acquire some more draft like depth. Um, yeah, I literally just flipped it all in one bag and threw it at, uh, at Cooper Cup, and I got him for you know pretty much a, a solid RB. You know what I mean? Like obviously Nick Chubb is still going to produce, uh, um, and like I, I kind of I was kind of mad that I had to let DJ Chark go, but you know. I still got a Moss St. Brown, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I just pretty much took all the extra picks I had and said, hey, I want to go get a number one receiver. Now I got the tandem of uh, Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, I you definitely paid for him. I mean, I'll say this. I, I, the only thing that kind of was weird about that whole situation was like, Baton acquired Derrick Henry in the offseason. And it was like, it looked like he was like bolstered for like a championship run. And then he trades Cooper Cup. And it's like, oh. That would make no sense. But I think he got enough value. I mean, that was a lot, you know. So. I mean, he could definitely do it with the, with the players that he has. He could definitely obtain some draft capital. I mean, there's no way he, he can't. Like, unless he just, like, just. You said draft capital. Who? Like, so with all, what I'm saying is. You know, with all those assets here, he has what? Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb. Like, he can trade one of those pieces to 
like a contending team and get like something. You know what I'm just, why are you all about you know what everybody nobody not everybody wants to trade their players for picks, man. Dude, this, once his okay, players, this are, is what I'm saying. So I mean, <laughs> the players that you have, okay, they all just gonna fall off around Paul at the same time. I'm not saying like trade every single player, but I mean now he put like I feel like he has a, a hole at his wide receiver spot that he did to himself. So like now he you know he's kind of like in a pickle. I'm just. Yeah, I'm not saying not, not spot, saying though. you're not saying you're wrong. I just can't. I, I'm just excited for the day. Like I just feel like I just feel like the way you talk. I think you're always going to be rebuilding. Like 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 just getting draft picks. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be a point where I'm going to stop trading my players. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm just waiting. You know, I'm just trading waiting. away from bad bucks. Waiting for that day, man. Um, uh, last trade we'll talk about, and then we'll, we'll hop into these bold predictions. Um, well, my, the trade with me and white, um, I traded a 2024 first round pick for Dalton Schultz. I've been bro. All you can ask Winstein. You can ask a lot of people. I've been searching for a tight end. I have a lot of young tight ends that I'm happy about and I want to keep all of them and I want them to develop, but I need somebody that can help me. Cause I think I have a, I can, I can make a run this year. So I, I, I was searching high and low. Um, <laughs> Way too high. And do you do what? I said way too high. Yo ass. Kyle Pitts. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I went to everybody. Um ah. and then yeah, so twenty twenty four twenty twenty four first rounder um for Dalton Schultz. What do y'all think about that? I think it was fair. Uh, Super you know how I kinda like uh I have this whole concept of like you can always go find a lot of running backs. You can always go find a lot of wide receivers. Why super deep in the league? It's really, really hard to get a dependable tight end that has top five potential. So I understand the value. I'll, I'll give my first round for a first rounder just to get a top five, potentially a top five uh, tight end. I'll do it every day of the week. Like I, I think that was a fair trade. I feel like both of you guys got exactly what you wanted. Um, honestly, I feel like who is it? Because who who is it that gave Schultz away? Jay White, Whiteley. Of course. Um, <laughs> I feel like you could have got more. I actually think you could have actually gotten more, uh, more picks. Like you probably could have first. No, no one, bro, No one else would have. No one else would have done that. No one else would have given me a first round for Don't Schultz. That's that's no. probably true too. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like if if watch this, watch this, John. If you would have sat there and be like, oh. Uh, I'll give you the first rounder right now. If White would have said, "All right, give me that first rounder and the twenty twenty five third rounder," just to be petty. Oh yeah, for You're, sure. Oh, yeah. but exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, you should have just reached. Hey, what's the What's the worst he could say? No. Yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. But, you know what I mean? But he probably. <laughs> we didn't even have conversations though, because I literally <gasps> was like, "I well, I had sent that offer." That was the day I went in the chat, and I was like, "I just feel like making a trade today." I just sent a shit ton of offers. Like I literally had like nine trades out, and a lot of it was my 2024 first round. I sent one to Reynolds for Darren Waller. That was the same exact trade. Um, I was expecting maybe some counters, um, but um, but and, you know, Jay White liked it. He saw it, and he doesn't have a wrong like. I mean, nobody's wrong when, you know, talking about their opinion about players and stuff. But, like, if he's rebuilding his roster, like, Dalton Schultz is not going to help him right now. And who's to say Dalton Schultz is going to continue to be a top tight end for, like, three, four, five years? 
you know, he absolutely will not be. He he's could he could have capitalized. Yeah, he could have capitalized off Dalton Schultz if he's nothing in two or three years. So getting a first rounder, it could pay off. Um, all right, man, y'all ready to get in these bold predictions? Let's get it. You know who, man, I want Jay White to go first. I love Jay White's takes. <laughs> I got to say this, y'all, I don't know if y'all went back and listened to the episode. I was telling Rodgers today, I was on a, I was like listening to a podcast and it ended and I guess I was halfway through the, um, the, the 20, the, our, our rookie draft recap, bro. When we got to the second round, that shit was hilarious. Like I was, di- I was out doing yard work today and I was cracking up. I like came inside and my wife was like, what are you laughing at? I was like, that shit, I don't know. I was dying. So if you haven't listened to that, you got to hear it. But I just want to hear Jay White, man. I, I need some bold takes, my guy. What, what bold takes you got this year? Isaiah Pacheco will finish with more average yards than Clyde Edwards Hilaire and more touchdowns. Isaiah Pacheco will have more yards per carry or per yes. per, per touch. I guess it'd be easier to. I'll clear it up. Yeah, Clyde, Isaiah Pacheco will be the RB one at the end of the season. By the end of the season. Isaiah Pacheco will be the RB1 for the Chiefs at the end of the season. He'll have more yards per carry, and he will have more touchdowns. Correct. For the for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's your 100%. bold take. That's my bold take. Well, that's my first one. Now, oh. I have a question about that. What week do you think that he's going to take over? Seven. Week seven, Isaiah Pacheco take over. He didn't even think. He knows. <laughs> The thing is, is, man, I hope you're right because you're all in. I am, man. Um, I hope you're right. I just, like, for me, bro, it's just really a no-brainer. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you do, just look at him. That's all you got to do. Google Isaiah Pacheco, Google Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Google Images, and see, this, see who – that, that's is, it. That's all you got to do. This is how petty John is, right? Uh, we're we're going to address the problem. Uh you want to see the Isaiah Pacheco uh, rise just to see the Clyde Edwards Elaire fucking. That's more so what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to win this argument with. He's going to do it, bro. He's going to oh. listen. There's no argument with that. He's already, it's over. But the thing is, is that I've, I've already, it's, it's gone. Like Clyde Edwards Elaire is already, you know, gone. It just, I, I want it to be right just so Jay White's correct. I already know Clyde Edwards Lair is not great. So, so this, this is my thing. Yeah, he's a big question mark. But I mean, if you're just talking about, like, what would you give Clyde Edwards Hilaire? What do you think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is better than um, Isaiah Pacheco? At? Well, I mean, I think you're the only person that's watched every highlight of Isaiah Pacheco. So I can't. I can't. <laughs> Bro, Wait, Y'all haven't been looking at him? I did see some stuff in the preseason. Like, you said, (laughs) I remember that video you said, like, he needs to work on his vision or whatever. So, like, I haven't even seen many great plays. I think he did pretty good the last preseason game, but, like. His last game, he went off. He had, like, a a 12-yard carry, and then he had, like, an 18-yard carry that was called back. I think he had, like, a 7 and a 5. But it wasn't with the first team, though. Second? It wasn't with the first. Did he get any first team reps? Yeah, he did. Well, he got him in practice, and I'm pretty no, sure. No, I'm he, talking about in the preseason game. I don't care about practice. Everyone, he did. yeah. Well, you say for, that means he's on the same. He's on the field at the same time Patrick Mahomes is, right? It yeah. Happened plenty of times. Yeah, it okay. happened plenty of times. All right. 
essentially right now they're just using him as a pretty much like an X weapon where they they just find ways to get him into the, uh, like, he's not sitting at running back, but they find a way to be able to incorporate him to the offense, which you know how it was like when Kareem Hunt kind of showed up where it was like, Hey, you just can't keep this talent off the field. And then he just stayed on the field. Clyde Edwards, not Clyde Edwards, um, I just don't see anyone that I'm scared of in that backfield for Isaiah Pacheco. Ronald Jones, he's had, what, four or five years? Jared McKinnon hasn't done it. Jared McKinnon, 35. Like, I'm not nervous about him, like, at all. So, I'm not going to say he's untalented because it's disrespectful, but not as talented as Isaiah Pacheco. Um, Dude, Bro, I think uh, I'm gonna say I think. You know, I I believe I'm not gonna say it like a hundred percent. I believe Isaiah Pacheco has like scored like like four times. No, 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 maybe four times in the red zone. I think he had like two red zone carries or two red zone touchdowns in the preseason. I believe so. I had to double check on it. Don't, don't quote me on it. Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm gonna check you right now. Yeah, go, no, yeah, go check it. He hasn't been impressive in the red zone at all. Like you just said, he had two touchdowns in the red zone. That's pretty good, bro. What? What? Two? What? Two seasons? What? Oh, you? Yeah. You? I thought you were saying Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, yeah, you, talk, you did you say I'm at CAH. My fault. Oh, C-A-H. okay. Yeah, see, I ain't yeah, gotta look that up. Sure. Yeah, he's not been good. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So you know, I just don't. You know, it's next man up. Like you know, Isaiah Pacheco. He's the. You know, he has all the hype. He has to look at somebody to solidify that spot. Like it seems yeah, like over the past big, like four or five he's a years, big, fast guy. He's a big fast guy. That's it. Yeah. I can he that catch? How would you say he's out the backfield catching the football though? You said he's a big fast guy. He's a big fast guy. Yes. He's five eleven, two twenty. He's five nine, two sixteen. Bro, he, he runs a 4.37. Listen, listen Rodgers, I am it's not going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to White when it comes to height and weight. Hundred percent. He knows the measurables. All of them. Bro, give oh, me a, well, give me a wide receiver. Let's see. Give me a wide receiver or a running back, and I'll tell you their height and weight. <laughs> really? Julio Jones. Oh, I, I'll say height. I'll say height. I'll say height. Julio Jones. 6'3". Well, no. you know, give me his weight, too, man. I need to – I got to go. Well, I said – at the last minute, I said just, just yeah, because I mean, he's been in the league, so I mean, I should change, so I, I, I feel him. Two twenty. All right, so easy. Uh, let, let, fine. Let, Zay Jones, six one, or six foot. No, bro. No. Hold bro. on, I gotta check you on the Julio real quick. Hold on, let me. Yeah, Julio's, he's definitely six three. Yeah, Julio six three. What's his weight? Just entertain me real quick. Two twenty. <laughs> on the dot. <laughs> on the dot. I like it. You said Zay Jones. All right, this is the last one we're going to do. We're getting off top of here, man. It, 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 it. Oh, wait, I got one more bold take, though. Uh, All right, go yeah, ahead, yeah, man. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Give me a bold take. Um, yeah. Um, Isaiah likely will finish more. Who you have more touchdowns than Rashad Bateman? Isaiah likely will have more touchdowns than Rashad Bateman. It's a bold take. Oh, Nate. Whoa. The fuck that? Your mic. I think what? your mic's muffled. I think. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That was. You sound like uh, oh. who was it? Um, Kenny from uh, South Park. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, why you been reading the Bible? All these Isaiahs and these bold takes. Was going on. <laughs> Zay, hey, Zay Jones is six two. Um, anyways. So you both of your 
Yeah, you're, you're asking. But yeah, Isaiah Likely, more touchdowns for Rashad Bateman. That is definitely bold. I definitely don't think that's going to be the case at all. I, I, are they going to run sets with two tight ends? It says they've done it in the past. With who? Um, Nick Bull and Mark Andrews. But more, Nick Bull is just more, I think, like blocking and shit. I'm not going to say anything because I'm just going to end up sounding stupid. I'm not going to It's bold it. takes. It's bold takes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, we're all going to sound stupid here. And, you know, if, but, you know, if you're right. No, you get your flowers at the end of the season. So. Bro, yeah, is it likely, likely eventually he could take over Mark Andrews' job? He's more athletic. I uh, okay, that's uh, um, but you you just I, I lost my whole train of thought because you said that that was that was pretty crazy. Is uh, it likely over Dalton Schultz? That's that's the last thing I gotta say this season. Career wise, career. <laughs> That's fine. Um, oh, no, that's what I was going to say. I did see, like, where I saw a headline, something on Twitter. I don't know. It could have been a, just a burner account. I don't know. But I did see that Isaiah Likely um, is going to be, like, a number three target in offense. But this is the problem. The number three target on the Ravens that is a run-heavy team. I mean, you know. Right. How good is that actually going to be? I mean, like, I don't think you'll ever start him. Actually, never mind. I don't think you have a tight end, so you probably will start him. I got Tyler um, Coughlin or Coughlin, whatever his, his name is. Conklin. Conklin. Is he still? Where is yeah. he at now? Because he was in Minnesota. Yes. Last year, right? oh, goat yeah. Flacco. Goat Flacco, baby. Let's go. Goat, you say Goat Flacco? Absolutely. I love Get it. The f- Joe Flacco over uh, Eli Manning. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to. Um, I'll take that. You said Joe Flacco over Eli Manning? Yep. I mean, that's not one well, one game, and it's not versus the Patriots. Who you? I mean, who you taking? I'm Eli. taking Eli Manning all day. I said it is not versus the Patriots. I don't care. <laughs> I'm taking Eli. Eli Manning. I'm okay. taking Eli all day, every day. Okay. I mean, he what, had. What? To, I mean, he had to win. I mean, he did have good defenses. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, I mean, they had to still win other playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't, I'm just bullshitting, um, but yeah, it is what it is. Um. But um, all right, I'm gonna go to Rogers. Rogers, man, what's your bold takes this year? Uh, bold take. I got. Let's let's keep it simple because you know I feel like me and you are on the same same train on this one. I think DeAndre Swift per touch basis will be top three. Top three for points per touch. Yeah. So if he's healthy for the game, he will be top three for points. So if he's healthy the whole se- if he's healthy the whole season, he'll be a top three running back. Absolutely, top three running back. I don't even think that's bold enough because I think that's going to happen. I think you got to say he's RB one, baby. RB fucking one, then pussy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> nah, you said RB three. Right? That'll be your stamp. Top three. That's pretty. I mean, that's still that's pretty bold in my You know, I mean, so you got. CMC, Jonathan Taylor, and then I guess that third spot, I guess you can kind of say it's up for grabs as far as. Because essentially, like right there, I'm saying in every scenario, if every running back, we're going to include Derrick Henry, obviously, Dalvin Cook, uh, CMC, Jonathan Taylor, uh, shit, Zeke, everybody in the whole mix. If everyone ran out healthy, I still think DeAndre Swift is going to be top three. I'm about to look at his. Because um, he fit, this was crazy. Is he finished at running back fifteen last year in PPR? And, and, and he, he was he missed four. Snap, 
most of them. No, I was a couple games. Yeah, he missed four games. In one of those games, he was there. He got hurt. Um, I was about to do the. Uh, let's see. He scored a hundred. If you're talking games that he had, he was number running back three or four during those weeks, like all the way through, and then he got hurt, and then that's where it just kind of fell down. What was yeah. his injury? You want to know? His what? His what? injury? What? How did he get hurt? Hamstring. Oh, okay. Uh, probably the worst thing you could say. I was about to say it's a lingering uh, thing for him. Like it's oh. not. For, I mean, like if anybody that has like explosion to their game, like you know Julio or something like that, like if they have an in-season injury for their hamstring, call it a day. Yeah, except like, one of those things where he's gonna be on the injury report every week if it's yeah, a except, hamstring. Except Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Something different. <laughs> <laughs> Broken hands, still get three touchdowns for three yards. I still remember that. That man had four yards and three tutties. I'm trying to look up. I'm saying I'm, I'm quiet right now because I'm looking. I'm about to see where DeAndre Swift ranked on a points-per-game basis last year because obviously he finished at 15. But this is what's funny is if you look at um, – what's his name? Um I mean, this is all goofed up. You know, I'm just I'm I'm messing Who are you this up. Um, I know there's a way you can look at it for uh, points per game basis instead of um. Never mind, never mind. Just forget it. Um, because because it's my thing is Ezekiel Elliott was running back six last year, right? Yeah. But on a points per game basis, he was like running back sixteen. The reason he's running back six because he was healthy the whole season, right? Exactly. But if you look at Christian McCaffrey. He's the RB one last year in points per game, but obviously you can't stat out the whole season because he missed so many t- so much time. I was trying yep. to see where DeAndre Swift was in that realm before, before the injury happened. He was number three. I know he was top. He was he was number three before the injury. Yes. Wow, I knew he was top ten. I mean, if you if you finish at running back fifteen and you miss four games, you're definitely top ten at a minimum. So yeah. But the thing is, like, after that, like, the injury was lingering where he'd only be get, like, a snap. It was kind of like Saquon where, like, you know, he'd get his touches, but, like, he wasn't a bell cow. So they'd take him out and, you know, do what they got to do. But, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's healthy. They assured up that line a little bit more. They gave him a couple more, like, deep threats to open up the box. So I'm cool with it, man. Like, even, like, the whole coaching staff has been leaning towards, like, trying to make, like, DeAndre Swift, like, a quote-unquote bell cow. And everyone's talking about, oh, uh, Jay will behind him, and I'm like, no, dude, I'm. He's there to give him a break, and obviously, if like you know, we we come down to a couple seconds, but it's DeAndre Swift's backfield, and it's gonna go from there. So he was doing what? Shit, Jay will was still putting up what top twenty five when they were both going at the same time. Jamal Williams. Yeah. No chance. Look it up. No chance. During the first couple weeks, that man put was in the top twenty five for running backs. I don't even know how I looked that up. I'm, I'm going to look, I'm gonna look, at, I'm gonna look at his stats. Just see what he was That's doing fair. the first couple. I know he was like, you know. No, he was up there, bro. He had like 220 pieces. Jamal, uh, I, yeah. Well, I do know because I do. Yes, I do remember he was. Um, he was a waiver were, wire pickup like early last year. Yeah. But then he was not doing shit the rest uh, of the year. Uh, like a poor man's. Uh, 
Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They were trying to do a poor man's version of that, which it was working. But then all of a sudden, once DeAndre got hurt, then Jay Will got hurt, and then it was like we were down to Craig Reynolds and uh, who I can't say his name. Ojiganuka. Jay White. What's his name? Yeah, you're not that guy. Jay 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 White. What's his name? He's clocked out. I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, But no, I'm looking at Jamal Williams' stats. He scored 21 week one, then 5, 13, 6, 7, 1, 5, 1. Trash. He only had one. Doesn't sound like. He had one good week. Yeah, he had one good week. He was fine. He was top. He had a couple 20 pieces. Yeah, because he had 20 points week one. But like, just because, like, if fucking. James Robinson comes out week one and puts up 20. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, he's a top 20 running back at the beginning of the season. It was Later. the first week. He had those points, though. So, essentially, he's there. So, the same argument can be made for Zeke. So, what are we doing here? Absolutely not. Um, all right, you got another bold take? Absolutely. What do you got? Cade Otten ends up being a top 10 tight end by Who? the end of the year. Who? No, it's, he's Tampa, right? Yep. <laughs> For a second, I was like, who? Cade um, Otten is a top 10 tight end this season. Yep. Cade Otten? I don't know who that is. <laughs> What's his height? Like Wait, give me player. a guess. Give me a guess. Why? <laughs> he looks like a lacrosse player. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bro, he looks like a lacrosse player. That's funny. Oh, y'all what? ever seen the, uh, that Facebook movie? He looked like one of them twins. That's what he looked like. Nah, I what? never saw it. White, hey, White, give me the numbers, man. The What's his height and weight, oh, man? You got any guesses, Jay White? You don't I even know him. He's a tight end? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's like 6'5", 250. <laughs> he's 6'5". <laughs> he's looking at, he, he looking up, bro. He's looking up. He <laughs> no, looking no, up. I, promise you, I promise you I did not look that up. Uh, yes, you did. He's 6'5", 247. No, 100%, 100% I didn't look it up. Bro, I mean, you think about tight ends, what is the, like, the height range of the, the you know, the range I mean, that they're in, yeah, it's like three to yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty true. typical. That's pretty true. typical. Um, yeah. Cade Otten top ten. I mean, no, I don't think there's any chance. It's a very bold take. I don't think there's. He's just banking on him getting some type of crazy report with Tom Brady because he likes tight ends. But tell that Cade Otten. But like Cameron Brate's still there, you know. Like I, if Cameron Brate would have to get hurt, in my opinion, for that to happen. First and last name is two syllables. In the first picture that popped up. Look at this dude. Then fat as shit. <laughs> is he like fast? Or he just like a big he just like a big target. Yeah, Devin what's his run. like what, what like have you ever watched this guy? Yeah, Rogers, what do you like about this guy? You just think that it's just the Tom Brady effect? Uh, I think it's just the minority effect. Um Tom, Tom I said Brady. the Tom Brady effect. Oh, I heard the minority effect. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, it's Tom Brady. Like he's got, like he's just gonna find a big target to be able to just like slang the ball to and just call it a day. And I feel like he's gonna be a very reliable. Like he doesn't even have to be super fast, but like he's gonna be a reliable, easy target to hit. Okay. And then he might just end up being like a fucking touchdown vulture at the end. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it doesn't take a lot to get in the top ten for tight ends, but. Like, it, like Pat Frymuth had a pretty decent year last year, and I don't even think he was top 10. Uh, Man, if you're a tight end, you score three touchdowns, you're fucking top five. 
That's see, that's but that's what I'm saying. So like Pat Frymuth stats last year, he only had 500 yards, but he had seven touchdowns and he was tied in 13. Um, yep, I mean that was seven that's, touchdowns. And he about to have twenty of them bangs. Twenty catches for twenty touchdowns <laughs> with fourteen yards. That's Let's what I'm go. saying. This man, because like I don't see Kate Otten getting more than five hundred receiving yards, so he'd have to get like fifteen damn touchdowns to be top ten. Let's let's get it. Fire him up. All right, I respect that. All right, uh, Nate, you got some bold predictions? I do, I do, I do. Ooh, I do. All right, so I think I said this in a past podcast, a past episode. Um. But Jalen Waddle finishes higher than Tyreek Hill this year. Woo! All right, we got people yeah. that listen to the fantasy for fantasy footballers. Nah, I don't listen to anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know Nate right. doesn't. I don't. Yeah. Nah, and I guess you're actually so how do we get there? I just feel like no matter the production throughout the year from Tyreek, I think every defensive coordinator is going to make him their number one option to stop, and that's going to free up a lot of one-on-ones for Jalen Waddle. And I feel like if you put a lot of man-to-man coverage on Jalen Waddle, I feel like he's going to thrive there. So, yeah, so I think I think Tyreek might be their biggest threat, but I think in the end, Jalen Waddle's going to finish higher. Let me know what you guys think about that. I like no. He, I, so I, I I agree with you because Jalen Waddle cut his dreads off every time a wide receiver cut his dreads off, they go crazy. So it's yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that's what, it's all what happened to Julio too. Julio did then he turned up. Y'all remember, y'all remember, y'all remember Dread Julio. Um, yeah. I say y'all don't remember when Dante Stallworth did it and he ran somebody over in Miami. I'm not see. Wait, did he oh. ran him up with a vehicle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like in a you know on a Sunday. Dante Stallworth ain't running nobody over. Right. No, y'all see that that man was in Miami, ran somebody over while drunk, and he got yep. a suspension. Okay. The person how, how many? Wait, how many six. games? Six. Six. <laughs> no, I somebody looked this up. I, I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I know. I remember. I remember reading that because I was at the same time when the Henry Rugg situation happened. His name came up in like past incidents. I remember reading the article. Dante Stallworth like wasn't he involved in that? Because he played for the Saints. I know that. Did, wasn't right. he involved in that play where they like had the crazy like? You know, end of the game, they were doing laterals and shit, and then they missed the extra point. Yeah, John Carney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John yeah. Carney missed that. Yeah, he. I know that's he was involved. See, that's how. That's why I love football Sundays. I, I I remember that. Yeah, it was like one of those days, like where we finished. You finished watching the Falcons game, and you're just watching the like the rest of the games that are on still. Right. I remember watching that and being so freaking excited. Outside of a Falcons win, that's like the second best thing that happened on a Sunday. A Saints a loss. Game. Yeah, for sure. So. I'm, I'm looking at the um, uh, Yeah, Nate, I mean, with that pick, Jalen Waddle over Tyreek Hill, um, I would say it's fairly bold, but I I could definitely, out of all the ones that have been said, I think that has the highest probability of hitting so far, out of all the ones that have been said. Um, well, one for what you've laid out, but at the same time, like, Jalen Waddle was already does have a rapport there, and I do think that Tyreek Hill. I I I'll say I do believe that Jalen Waddle will have more targets no matter what. So it's what happens with those. Yeah. So I, I got a question: Did Jalen Waddle break the rookie record for the most receptions? I think it was for uh, the Dolphins specifically. So he got all those receptions, and he only got 
like what barely a thousand yards and like what like five touchdowns? Yeah, because he only had a hundred and four receptions. So, and he had a thousand oh. yards and six touchdowns. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, but all of his like receptions were. They were like Deontay Johnson receptions. Like they were all like slants. They were all short, intermediate stuff. So he had to do something with those to like Michael Thomas. <laughs> Michael I don't Thomas. think, but that like, uh, I don't think it was more so that it was more so Jalen Waddle than it was Tua though. So, oh, I got you. Um, all right, Nate, you got another bold prediction. Yeah. So second, my favorite guy. You guys know who it is. Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk, within his top 15, damn near borderline wide receiver one type numbers this Ooh. year. Uh, number one with the Jaguars. I'm just happy uh, Urban's out of there. I just, just new, just brand new scenery out there for my man Trevor. Um, and then in the only preseason game that actually matters, which is now that the three games, the second game, uh, he got the most targets. He got eight targets, had about, he had end up getting like five receptions, about sixty yards. Um, I know he only probably played like two quarters, so that's pretty good. That's a pretty good stat line. Um, I think he'll be his number one target for sure. Um, I think this is going to be Trevor's like proven year, and I think Christian Kirk's going to be probably the, the big catalyst to propel him to have actually a good year. So, yeah, I like that's, I like that. One. I like it. That's bold. I could, I'm not as bold as y'all with these random names. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, <laughs> not random. I do like I do like the deep names just simply because it's dynasty. Yeah, um, right, right. But yeah, bro, you gotta listen to the names, bro. If they got a good football name, then they're going like they're going crazy. Like Jalen Waddle, hundred percent. If they have what do you call it? If you got somebody like Chris Covington. You know, well, I mean, same K- K- the beginning of their first and right, last right. Month, they're going crazy. Yeah. The alliteration well, yeah, game going crazy. Guys, yeah, but Kate Otten is just not it. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Otten. Uh, Otten, come on now. Man, it doesn't even sound right. It's man Rogers. What's up? Straight out the bottle. Over here swirling his orange juice. Is that Trop- like, what's Tropicana? That looks like Gold Peak. Who's that dude, Chris? Oh, Nate. Ah, brand recognition out here. Right, my sister used to work for Coke, so she used to give us hella free Gold Peak, and I don't even like sweet tea. Sweet tea's ass. Hey, tell her, hey, tell her to send it my way, then. Gold Peak well, is. She don't work for them no more. Gold but Peak is the the sweet go alcohol, of sweet teas. Ah, uh, sweet tea's disgusting. This fun fact. Ah, uh, crazy. Ass. See, see, crazy. there you go with the bold takes. Chill out. Yeah, that's, that's the, the boldest right take here. you've had. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you, Nate doesn't. Like Nate doesn't even like cake though. Like he doesn't like cupcakes. None of that shit. Like he doesn't like birthday cake. Type stuff. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's a hell of a side around. But nah, so I, I looked it up. Dante Sawworth got 15 games. And he killed somebody. He was drunk wanna, driving. How how long are you in prison for that? I mean, that's vehicular. That's that's right. I, there's something. Something's not adding up. I, something's not adding up. You got to do more research hey, on this. I need a research. Hey, did y'all hear, I need a five-page paper. Did y'all hear about, did y'all hear about Henry Ruggs' is, um, like legal team, they're trying to um what get it reduced dis- to thirty years? No, dismiss uh, like the evidence because he didn't um take like a breathalyzer test or some shit. I always go find something. You're trying yeah. to get his fucking. T- his, his it doesn't matter, out. but he still killed. Like he didn't even have to. Well, be what's the sentence? 
I know, I know. I'm just saying if y'all heard that. I mean, bro, weird stuff has happened in the judgment. Like, fucking. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're getting off topic here. Um, all right, let's hop into my bold takes. My number oh. one bold take. A.J. Dillon is going to be a top 10 running back this year. That's a hell of a bold take. Top 10. I believe that everybody is searching the Green Bay Packers. Who's going to replace Devontae Adams? And everybody's searching for a receiver. It's not a receiver. It's A.J. Dillon. I believe that Aaron Jones is going to take a lot of receiving work. I think there's going to be a lot of packages where they're both on the field. I think he's going to be the goal line guy. So I truly think that he is going to have – He could. He, I believe he's easily going to have double-digit touchdowns. And it it could get crazy. I like. I truly think that he's locked in top twenty because I think he's gonna have a lot of touchdowns this year. But my bold prediction is that he's gonna have a shit ton that like I'm not really expecting. Like he could get like upwards of like seventeen, like eighteen touchdowns, and it just get crazy. Just like off pure touchdowns. Um, yeah, I, I think that. But like I said, I believe it's top twenty. Bold take, top ten. Just as a, a shit ton of goal line touchdowns. I do like the angle there because, like you said, I think they're both they're going to have a lot of packages where they're both on the field. With the Packers right now losing Devonta, you you basically want to have your best players on the field. Um, and down one receiver, you're going to have to put AJ Dillon in there. So, I mean, top ten, I think. I mean, the fringe of that is where I think he could be. So, that's not too bad. I mean, I think that's a pretty good take. So, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, but I think I do think though, if he does have that type of production, um, I don't know where Aaron John Aaron Jones type of contract he has right now with them, how many years he has with them. I can see them trying to get off of him. Um, so Yeah. Um Yeah, I got anything I think Jay White Jay White, you here? He, yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It's just blacked out. I didn't even know. What y'all think about, the whole time, bro. What you think about that, Rogers? AJ Dillon, top ten. I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, I really don't. Uh, I think that he could still have like a very uh, so like it goes in the whole fact of like it's a bold take, but I th- I could see a world that he's top twenty. You know what I mean? Like I could see that very easily, but I don't I I don't I feel like he's gonna fall in that like fourteen to eighteen range, which is still a really good running back if we're talking about like depth within our league. So yeah, what do you think, what do you think Aaron Jones is gonna um, end up, John? I think he could be top five, but I think. I, I okay. <laughs> I this is my thing with Aaron Jones is I think he's going because this is I, I I had a conversation with White and I remember because I had I had Aaron Jones last year and it was a week where Devontae Adams was out and I think it was week eight because I went back and double checked it I was like White I was explaining to him like AJ Dillon's gonna be the number one running back on the team I think AJ Dillon's gonna have the most running back snaps. I think Aaron Aaron Jones is going to be doing a lot of like work in the slot and out wide because that that week that Devontae Adams was out week eight go look at it he had like eleven targets and I remember that game because I had him and I was like oh he's about to eat he's going to get a shit ton of targets he was literally lining up out wide and I think that like everybody's searching for this next wide receiver is going to fill in that void I think Aaron Jones is going to be filling in that void so I think that they can both eat like heavily. And like I said, I think Aaron Jones is going to eat from the 20 to 20, and I think A.J. Dillon is going to eat from 20 to red zone. And then he's still going to get a couple carries, though, within the 20s as well. Um, 
So, but I think they both have top ten potential. It could be very similar to the Alvin Kamara, uh, Mark uh, Ingram, um, Thunder and Lightning, twenty seventeen. Um, when so, I won the championship, yeah. So, which they both were discussing that year. It's happened before. We've seen it. Um, I think this could be very similar to that, bro. Um, my but um, I'll roll into my other bold take, and then we'll hop into um, playoff predictions. Elijah Moore, top 10. Whoa. Elijah that was Moore. that one at the helm. Elijah Moore, last season. I mean, he broke out. From week eight, I shall even go week seven. From week seven to week eleven, so one, two, three, four, five weeks. This was his his stat line. He scored nine points. He scored ten points. He scored twenty three. He scored eleven. He scored twenty five, and he scored seven, and then seventeen. Actually, go down to week thirteen. That's wide receiver one numbers. That's top ten numbers. Like you got like consistently no. He had one game, like two games below ten points. One was seven. One was nine, and then he had. Two twenty pieces in there, a seventeen. That's wide receiver one numbers. Um, so we've seen him put up wide receiver one numbers on a decent sample size. Um, I get it. That was when Zach Wilson wasn't there. That's true. But guess what? Zach Wilson Wilson is not there the first four weeks. Um, again, it is a bold take. Obviously, I don't know if they're going to have that. He's going to have that rapport with Zach Wilson. Um, but like I said, it's a bold take. I, he has the talent to do it, and we've seen him go bananas for like a five-week stretch. So, Elijah Moore, top ten. Yeah. Dota. I don't think holding him back is a quarterback situation. Um, but, but, but at the end of the day, I mean, if he gets the targets, I, mean, I guess it, you know, quarterback situation really don't matter as long as he gets the targets. I see there's no way to do it. <laughs> no chance? No chance. That's that makes it a bold take. It's, and, and the reason why I say that is not not that he doesn't have the talent. It's more of all the weapons they just added, and they're going to be trying to test out their new toys. Uh, so I see, like, what is it? Isn't Gary Wilson down there too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, they just got a couple of new tight ends down there as well. They got Brees Hall down there, which obviously going to let uh, like Michael Carter kind of you know trial around and just be able to be like you know a person like in the slot or something like that, like. They're still going to give uh, – I forget what his name is. Is it Barrios? Braxton Barrios. Braxton Barrios. Oh, yeah, Braxton Barrios. Him. He's going to still be eating up some targets like he's li- 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 like a, a, a wish mark uh, fucking Hunter Renfro. Uh, a wish mark? Wish mark. Yeah, it's when you're uh, shopping on wish, but it ain't got it, so you got to go down to the little brother. Um <laughs> Um, but no, nah, man, like I think that it's it's not that like he doesn't have the talent, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of skill talent around him. And I feel like they're going to be on a script or game plan to be able to get everybody their touches. And I don't think I don't see us. I don't see this year, at least with the inconsistency with Flacco to Zach Wilson back and forth, back and forth and how they play. I don't see someone shining and kicking through that's a wide receiver. I think that everyone's going to have, like, their week where they shine, and then they're going to fall back a little bit. They're going to shine. They're going to fall back a little bit. So I don't I, – I, I personally don't see it. 
my my thing is if he's top ten, um, it has to be like game like a couple games he just goes like bananas and he just so happened like that year like Alvin Kamara, um, you know you know the last one what like two years ago when he was like running back one but he had like fifty six points in his last game right. but if he didn't have that he would probably like finish like three, um. Elijah Mitchell, not Elijah Mitchell, but Elijah Moore. I mean, how tall is this dude? Like five nine, five ten. He's like five ten. You look, you look at like he's five ten. You got Garrett Wilson, what like six one, six two? I'm going, I'm going Garrett Wilson. Man, it's just like unbelievable. I love it. I love it. I better love your thought. I love it. I love your thought process, but I just can't wait for the fucking fantasy football to start. And you're like, oh, talent matters. Like height and weight better. is cool, but like. Garrett wasn't got height, and he's more talented. Last bold take. I got one more bold take. Jay White's going to the playoffs. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to explain it to you real quick. Russell Wilson could be the quarterback one in fantasy. Do we not all agree with that? Disagree. Is it possible? It's possible. Russell hey, Wilson. Ru- no, it's not, because Zach Wilson not, can't be the fucking all. quarterback yeah. one. No, this is like I'm talking. What I'm about to say, this isn't like what I'm saying. These player it's outcomes, this scenario, bro. These right, these player outcomes. I'm about to say, they aren't bold takes. They are definitely in the realm of possibilities for these guys. Russell Wilson could be the quarterback one in fantasy. Javante Williams could finish top five. He could break out this year. Elijah Mitchell, if he's the running back one healthy all year, he could finish top. He's definitely top fifteen. He was he did it last year. Drake London. Wide receiver 24. I'm going to be realistic. DK Metcalf, he could be wide receiver 12. Darnell Mooney, wide receiver 15. Ramondre Stevenson could break out. He could be, you know, running back, let's say running back 15. And then Kadarius Toney could break out as well. There has to be a lot of breakouts. But all even if like one or two of those guys don't, that's that roster could, what I just said, could compete. Yeah, he need more. need more breakouts in a homecoming dance. What oh, <laughs> kind of acting need to happen in this motherfucker to make it to the playoffs? Oh, oh man, I have, the, I have the deepest roster in the league. No, you don't. Um, yes, I do. Because yes, I do. you have the youngest roster in the league. That's true. You have like the I, most quality I, players. I mean, I mean, I guess you can say that. Yeah, I mean, you can say that. That don't really mean nothing when you got, you know, certain hey, people have to start. Bro, I have a lot, bro, I have a lot of players with great upside on my bench. And I can I can run through the list and give you well probably. No, nah, let's more. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not go down that, uh, that fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. Sports are shit. So I'll, like, I'll give one. I do I'll do two. David Bell, Jahan Dotson. Okay. One of them is never gonna be a top twenty four wide receiver ever. Hot take. David, David Bell will. 100%. One of them. I like the little Sky Moore. But that's what I'm saying, bro. If you look, he has every wide receiver in this fucking draft class. 75% of them are not going to hit. That's my thing. And you're full of like one draft class. So, like, it's just factual information. 75% of these guys are not going to hit from this draft class. Like, there's never been a 100% hit rate ever. And you have literally over 50% of your team is rookies. So. Well, all I do is just hit two of but them. But you're going to make the playoffs, so. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's hop into uh, playoff predictions. Um, who wants to go first, man? Who, who's going to the playoffs? Actually, I want Rodgers to go, man. 
Rodgers, because I know I think he's got the craziest list. Um, if we're gonna go off of that, let's go with and seed. So number one seed, two seed, three seed, four seed. Damn, bitch! Hey, you you fucking on the spot. We need fucking. You want the the fucking record too? Shit. Yeah. All right, bet. Uh, I got Colson, number two. Winstein, number three. No, correction. Uh, Winstein, number one. Sorry. Um, let's go with... It's funny because I'm going to put it like this, and here, here's going to be the funniest part. Russ, number three, myself, and number four, and we got Nate missing it at number five. <laughs> Anybody ask you who was on the bubble, who wasn't going to make it? I mean, we all know who wasn't going to make it. You just had to throw that in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, oh, I can't. But it's, it's funny uh, because I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's real. Like, because what are the percentages of making the playoffs when you go 1-0 in the first week? Uh, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, we know because you ain't gonna fucking win the first week, pussy. Yeah, we'll get oh to the matchup. God. First of all, no chance you're making the playoffs with your squad, and the fact that you left me out of top five is just so disrespectful. But no one cares about your team. Like, like I just don't see. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't. We'll 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 break it down. We play week one. We'll break it down one for one. And the fact that you think your team's better than mine, you're gonna playoffs, and I'm not. And I'm not even on the bubble. Is just so disrespectful. Yeah, you could be like eight. Unfucking believable. <laughs> Shit. Give my team a top three draft pick, please. Okay. Um. All right. I mean, shit. We'll just keep rolling. We're already at like fifty minutes, so somebody else go. Um. I go. I'll go. Go ahead, Jay White. Now, this is order uh, from top to bottom. I got Baton, Winstein, Sanders, Colson. Baton, went Baton's in there. Yeah. Baton, Winstein, Sanders. Colson. So, who's first? I, I don't know who, who's first. Bates first. Bates first. Okay. Okay. Winston second. Sanders third. Colson fourth. What's the name of Baton teams again? Fifty per match. He's one that just traded away Cooper Cup. Baton. Robert Woods and Tyler Lockett to the fucking in the starting lo- in the starting lineup, and he's the number one. Hey, seed. Don't be don't be hating on Baton, man. Fuck with this team. Too. You Wait, is, are we are we arguing that? Like, no. is that outrageous? I oh, mean, okay. I just think that I mean, for one, yeah. oh, he bro, he has an explosive ass team. He does. He, he does. does. Yeah, yeah, no, this is very much so. Oh, bro, like you got Lamar Jackson, like probably like the most explosive quarterback. Derrick Henry, Kamara, Debo could regress. Yeah, Ty Lockett, Woods. I mean, good compliment. <laughs> Did you even look at his team? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it, I'm sorry. Like, if we're going to be serious here, like, there's no way. I think you forgot he doesn't have Cooper Cup, to be honest with you. He got Melvin Gordon, Robert Woods, and Ty Lockett in his starting lineup, and he's the one seed. All right. Bro, that's, bro what are you talking Like, so you're saying there's not, bro, if they're splitting carries, you don't think Melvin Gordon could be top 15? No. Bro, I mean, that's, bro, it's definitely possible. You have to think about it. Melvin Gordon, like, I mean, 
he probably he hasn't played with him in years. I mean, he but, played I mean, all year last year in front of back twenty two. I don't think he's going to do better than he did. Nine hundred yards and eight touchdowns last year. He's not getting better than that. And he had two receiving touchdowns. He's not doing better. But yeah, it's like Russell. But it's, it's gonna probably most likely going to be a better offense. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't more opportunity at the goal line. Yeah. That doesn't. Need- I mean, he can alter um, I me. Mean, Touchdowns, but all right, no, that's, like that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. You got, no, you got so you, yeah. So you have Bait in one, Winstein two, Colson three, and me at four. Right. I'm just going by. Like, I mean, he has like the a bubble. Who's the bubble? Yeah, you got a bubble guy. I guess we're gonna throw in bubbles. Oh, like someone after. Oh, uh, Russ. Russ is the bubble. All right. Russ is the bubble guy. Hold the bubble. All right, Nate. Who's your Who's your playoff teams? I got go from one to last. I got Winston. I got Bate in second. I got Colson, and I got myself. Winston. Who's your number four? Who's your bubble? My bubble team. You put me on the spot here. Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me kind of figure that out. Actually, we'll probably be between John and Rogers. To be honest. I see. Damn. Hey, we're comparable. That's crazy, John. So you got no, we're, no, we're not. So we got so so, so, that, so basically, I do agree with. Um, so tell me yours again. That you said Winstein one, Baton two, Baton Colson three, and then I got myself fourth, sir. Okay, so nobody has Russell in the playoffs yet. I have him. <laughs> you had him on the bubble, right, Rogers? No, I had him at number three. You did? <gasps> did you already go? Know. Oh, yes. You were the one that was sour because uh what is it? Uh I put I put uh okay. I put yeah, I put I, I didn't even put you as a bubble and you got man, that's crazy cuz Yeah, that's wild. Um I mean, I I actually do have data. I mean, I was literally bubble last year and I only improved my team, but whatever. Um you were dead last. So exactly. um so my teams are one seed Winstein, two seed myself, three seed mm-hmm. Russell, four seed Colson. Bubble. Uh, you know what? My bubble team is actually Nate. And I actually did not like Nate's team up like a lot. Like when we did power ranks, I did not like Nate's team. But I started to really dislike like, Reynolds. Like six or something. I'm listening to that today. I've start, I've started to really dislike Reynolds team because I don't like his running backs at all. And I'm starting to love your wide receivers. Like you still got John Taylor and Justin Herbert. And you got Mike Williams, Michael Thomas, Michael Pittman, Jalen Waddle. You get you got bodies. So Yeah, I got a lot of it. I think I could have put a lot of it in my bold predictions, but I you know I could yeah. have had, had Justin Jefferson, Mike Thomas, my um, yeah, if you, yeah, if you still have Jeff, Jefferson, Nate, I will say that. Would be, yeah, I know. Yeah, cool, <laughs> cool, I already had a ring, so um, I can tell you this: if I, if I didn't have a ring, there's no way I would be trading Justin. That's Jefferson. what. But this was my thing, right? If you look at, I and again, Nate and um, White, I can't give you too much discredit because Baton did make the playoffs last year, um, but he did lose like his number one piece. He lost. Uh, Cooper Cup. That's why I think he fell out. But if you look at the comparables of like what happened last season and this playoff predictions that we just did, I think mine shows the most like consistency of what happened last year to what happened in the offseason, right? Winstein's still like everyone believes he's the number one seed, right? You know, I am I was a bubble team and Colson was a bubble team, but we both improved our rosters. 
and things happen for our teams. And then Russell was a playoff team. Um, Baton lost Cooper Cup, so I dropped him out, and Nate won last year, and I have him on the bubble. So, you know, trying to put, like, just some reasoning behind it, you know. That's cool. Yeah, I know I won last year without having necessarily the best roster, but, you know. Hey, man, talk about the history lesson. Thank you. All right, uh, with that being said, we're about to hop into these week one matchups, man, and we're going to go straight to it, man, me and Rogers. Bring no ass out of you. Yeah. This man, you just can't even tread water with me. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't give a fuck. You can't uh, so even... speaking of Huh? Bull prediction. How much you winning by then, huh? Uh thirty. At for least. 30. 30. 30 for thirty. Nah, let's do a gentleman's bet. And last year you fucked around and didn't even you weren't even a gentleman about it. Never a gentleman. Let me fuck exactly. That. Like you lost the bet last year and you were being a little Bitch, I'm gonna say it. You being a little Ooh. bitch about it. When I beat you and I said, All right, you the bet was we get to change the person's name for an entire week. And, and I hope people remember this. You were like being so paid, like you would not do the name that I said. You kept like going around it. Quotations under what you wanted. No, no, you I wish I could go back and look at it because you literally wouldn't do it. You were like you would put like because he, he said Nah, you were bullshitting. You know you were bullshitting. You know you were. Anyways, we're off of it. That's the bet. Change the name to whatever the other person wants. Put money on it. I'll put money that I beat you, but I'm telling you I'm going to beat you by 30. I'm going to cook your ass by 30. Fuck that. Yeah, my ass. All right, let's break down this matchup. We'll just go player for player. That's the way we're going to do it. All right? Yep. Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford. Joe Burrow's playing Pittsburgh. Matt Stafford's playing Buffalo tomorrow night, which is tonight whenever we drop this episode. How You know, Joe Burrow, Matt, I think that's pretty close. I think that's, you know, I think it's a wash. Got Joey Biscuits. I think that's a wash. Joey, Jay White, you got Joey Biscuits on there? Yeah. Um, Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Swift. Say, uh, DeAndre, Swift. DeAndre Swift has Philly. Saquon has Tennessee. Swift. I'll take Swift week one, but it's close. We're going to go Leonard Fournette, Travis Etienne. I'm Leonard Fournette. I'm going to name the fucking who they're going against. Close. Not close. All right. Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill. Hill. That. Let's be real. That's my number two wide receiver. Put put, put your number one against him. Oh, I didn't even see got, it. You you see got you got him. All right, yeah. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. Uh, first game of the year. I'm going uh, Chase. Nate, you going Chase? I'm going you Chase. Wash. Cooper. I Cup. can't, man. Wait. Joy is uh, Burrow and Chase been going to breakfast. They don't, man. They, oh. they, they, you know, they went to college. Okay, yeah. Oh no, no, wait. They'd be picking each other. Yeah, Chase be picking out his drip for him. It's more <laughs> intimate. I'm going with Chase. It's more intimate. All right, AJ Brown, Tyreek Hill. Hill. Yeah, I'll give you that. Terry McLaurin, I'm Amon Ross, St. Brown. 
Ooh. I'm taking Terry. I'm taking Amon St. Brown. Terry versus Jacksonville. Terry. I'm in Ross St. Brown against Philly. I'm going Terry all fucking day. Um, Kyle Pitts, <laughs> Dalton Schultz. Pitts. Yeah. Take that. Pitts. And this is where we get it. It's not even close. Marquise Hollywood Brown or Brees Hall? Brown. 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 A.J. Dillon, Alan Lazard. Close. A.J. Dillon. I'll go A.J. Look, I'm going to put it this way. You know, what we'll, what we'll do, because that was, I didn't like how we broke that down. We'll, we'll just kind of look at the teams as a, as a whole. That was kind of, I didn't like how we broke that down. But, um, but regardless, man, look, if you just look at it from a whole, right? Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, Wash. Saquon, Leonard Fournette versus DeAndre Swift, Travis Etienne. Like, who would you rather have? I'm. Saquon. I mean, I'm Saquon Leonard Fournette all day over DeAndre Swift, Travis Etienne. Like as a duo, no matter the opponent. No. And right. then, <laughs> like, no. but like this is my thing. Like we have not seen anything from Travis Etienne. We're like this is the best part. Like football's happening Sunday. Like all this bullshit where it's like, oh, Travis Etienne, you know, he's the guy. Like he's gonna break out. Shit. Well, we're gonna fucking find out. But I know what <laughs> Leonard Fournette's gonna do. I know what he's going to do. What, what's he about to do? He's going to be better than Travis Etienne. That's what he's about to do. So so what you're saying is if Etienne shows up and just dusts his Fournette, what are we going to talk about? What we're going to talk about is, well, number one, it's not going to happen. Number two, oh. hey. is, is he going to be able to be consistent? But Because we know Leonard Fred can do it. Like we got to see a whole season of Travis Etienne. This man's never played football like on the NFL field. Mm-hmm. So we got to see something. Even if he does it week one, okay, what are you going to do week two? Because I know what Leonard Fournette's going to do week two. Shit the bed. Got you. Not a chance. Um, but then look at a hold. Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, Terry versus Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, I think they're actually kind of similar. I give you the edge because you have Cup. But, like, you know, Tyreek Hill's a boom-bust guy. I think Jamar Chase – I think it's fair to say Jamar Chase is kind of a boom-bust guy. Um, yeah, three – been too not uh too proven i guess you can do it like that yeah and then aj brown is going to be more of like the possession guy honestly i think they match up that way like chase and tyreek hill and then amon ross st brown and cooper cup which are not i'm sorry aj brown versus uh cooper cup i think that you know obviously you get the edge there and then terry versus amon ross st brown pretty similar um <laughs> and then <laughs> what do you mean terry mclaurin and amon ross st brown aren't similar what are you fucking talking about? What nah. is I took over and was actually in the fucking Gorn has been a Amon Ra St. Brown. What did he do? He fucking matched him and passed him per in the fucking stats. He is a higher rated quarter. I mean not quarterback, fucking wide receiver. And he only played like fucking eleven games compared to fucking McLaurin, who he passed. When we say comparable, one of them might be a little bit better, but they're still comparable. Like, the same. That's what I'm saying. This man, Amon Ross St. Brown, look, this is what I'm going to tell you. Amon Ross St. Brown, this man played all 17 games, just like Terry McLaurin did. Okay, sure, he didn't have the, you know, I don't know what his snap percentage was, but he played all 17 games. He was healthy. So He was in, and then he took over. And then which uh, wide receiver was he when he took over? Can someone give me that fact? You took over. Give it to me. 
All right. Okay. All right. So let's do snap percentages. So uh, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at them, right? Yeah. We got to 85. Let's go. Yeah. Go ahead. But this, this is my thing, bro. Amon Ross St. Brown finished at wide receiver 21 last year. He broke out the second half of the year. Absolutely. He sure did. But so did Terry McLaurin his first year. What you, what, what, what's Amon Ross St. Brown going to do this year? That's what Terry McLaurin did his first year, and then he just was wide receiver 20, wide receiver 20, like back-to-back years. What do you think? You think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to be a top 10 wide receiver this year? If you look at Amon Ross St. Brown's from like week 13 to 18, like that's so much a better span than Terry McLaurin did. Terry McLaurin gave you like 22, 8, 22, 8, and then like 5, 6, 8. Like it's just something. I'd rather have an Amon Ross St. Brown. Right. No, but listen to what I'm saying. Like I'm asking Rogers, what are you expecting from Amon Ross St. Brown this year? Where is he going to finish? Mid. So low, low teens. Low teens. Okay. So 15 to 18 range. What was it? 15 to 18. 15 to 18. Where's Terry McLaurin finishing? Terry McLaurin, 25 plus. (laughs) (laughs) I I put money on that. I think they're gonna figure. I, I th- this is how I go. I, I think it'll go. Terry McLaurin, twenty five. They'll be around each other in terms of um, like locally. You know, yeah, but I feel like I'm gonna give it to Amon Ross St. Brown. He'll probably have a better because you know we've talked about this before. Certain people's like you have a player that finishes like twenty two, and you have a player that finishes like twenty or twenty one, and that twenty two just has a better like like. A better like span of games than that um than that like twenty one. That's how I feel about it sometimes. Right. But more some people some players just be more consistent. Like I'll take a, I'd rather take like a 10, 10, 10, 15, 9, 8, 10 than a 22, 5, 3, 30, 1, 6, 7. Yeah. I'd rather but, take but yeah. are we taking into consideration that Terry McCorn has the best quarterback that he's had coming into this season? talking shit about Carson Wentz then like because so I, I like Carson Wentz but we talk about like people talk about like oh Carson Wentz you know he he had bad decision making he even though he had a decent season people are giving more credit to his like O-line dude's about to have a worse O-line so like you know right but uh, right but I mean but like regardless I mean it's just like and even Rodgers, you fucking texted me. It was like telling me, hey, I might have been kind of wrong about Amon Ra. Like, DJ Tark's about to be our number one. So, like, what was that? No, I said, got <laughs> him. a lot more touches here. You said, see, look, you, you're, bad at, you're bad at remembering what you send. Yeah. Because what I said was that DJ Tark was going to get a lot of touches because that's what was going on. But then I actually got to see some practices and then I actually got to see some film. And Amon's still getting his touches regardless. Like, it might not be the big play depth, but he's still going to get his probably eight to ten catches per game. It doesn't really matter. I, I, think, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is kind of like the the like the like new toy. And you're just kind of like, people are just like curious. Because like Terry McClough has been burned before. I got, I got the quote, hold on, Rogers, hold on. I got the quote. Hold on, what was it? Chark, you said, you said, I might have fucked up. <laughs> I said, I said, what's up? You said, Chark is looking to be the guy in Detroit. Amon is going to eat from the slot, but practicing scrimmages, he's been going off. Yeah. So what, 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 what did I just not say that he's still eating the slot? DJ Chark's going to be the one. You just said it. 
So DJ Charks, so what? So DJ Charks, you know, DJ Charks is number one. So, like, you got two Detroit wide receivers that are top 15. Like, what are we talking? So the thing is with DJ Charks, is he's going to get the big down the field. Like, that's what he's going to be known for. He's going to, he's, what is it? White, give me the stats right now. Six, what? 6 4 220. On who? Oh, DJ Chark? Yeah. DJ Chark? He's 6 he's six four two oh five or 210. I think he's 205. Let's Runs look. A, Let's look. I'm looking. Runs a 4-3 or 4-4? Four, four? Uh, subpar 4-4. Four, four. Gotcha. So that's our big play target, but guess what? Like, at this, he's still going to get in my – he's what? DJ Chark is 6-4-205. Nailed it. Fucking damn it. I was 15 off. But, no, Amon's going to get his points the exact same way he got it last time. He never got the big plays downfield. That's just where he eats. So – I wanted to be able to have the ability to go between both of them because like at first I initially I didn't like it because um, everyone knew I got DJ chart before he left Jacksonville. So once he went to free agency, I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm going to get, be able to still get like a big play receiver going somewhere. Signs with the Lions. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, we'll see where it goes. Any of the big plays that's going deep downfield, that's going to be like 25 to 30 yards, like downfield, it's going to be DJ chart. But the thing is, Golf's still not going to try and go downfield. So he's still going to get a lot of touches and a lot of yards just before a little, little hands golf. Right. Right. And <laughs> now, nah, this is the last thing I was saying. We Index move, the palm. I want to know it right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I was saying. We got to move on. We're going to get to another matchup. Um, oh, all I'm going to say is. If you look at your team, I'm kind of going back to like the playoff prediction thing. You yeah. have guys that aren't proven. Like Travis Etienne's not proven. Brees Hall is not proven. Alan Zard's not fully proven. Amon Ross mm-hmm. Brown, sure, I'll give it to you. Like he he went off second half of the year last year. Fine, I won't even throw him in there. But even if you just look at those two guys, like Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, like it, the odds of both of them, you know, breaking out is pretty slim. Yeah, sure, maybe one of them, but then even if only one of them does, you still got two flex spots to worry about. So, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, you know. Um, but all right, man, we're going to move on. Okay, all right, let's move into uh, Russell and um, Russell and Baton matchup. Um, we got uh, Josh Allen for Russ, and we got Lamar Jackson for Baton. Um, if he plays, Lamar's playing. He is gonna play. This is the thing about that, bro. I don't know if you've been paying attention to it. He said that he's just gonna contract anymore. I know, Jesus Christ. Yeah, see, let me see. So he is gonna play. Oh God, damn. So Lamar is playing the Jets, and Josh Allen's playing the Rams. Um, I think that's pretty even. Uh, Josh. Yeah, running back cores. We got Joe Mixon and Ezekiel Elliott for Russ going against Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara. Uh, I'm taking Derrick Henry and Kamara. Yeah, me as well. Um, I'm going to say, damn, you going to let fucking uh, anybody else agree? Shit. I'm just running through them real quick, and we can just, you know, kind of talk. Um, We look at our wide receiver matchups. We got Keenan Allen, Al Robinson, and DJ Moore. For Russ, and then we got Debo Samuel, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods. That's clearly Russ. Um, tight ends, Goddard and Knox. Um, Russ has Goddard. 
Knox. I'm taking Knox. Peyton has Knox. Um, and then in the flex, Russ has Akers and Gabriel Davis, and Peyton has Nick Chubb and Melvin Gordon. I think he has a better option on his bench, but just because he's starting them, I'm uh, because because Baton starting who he has out there right now. I'm going to get with Russ with Cam Akers and Gabe Dave, uh, Gabe Davis, but I feel like he has a better option on the on on his bench. Oh, I don't see it. One with Chubb and Gordon. Yeah. Oh wow. No, I like yeah, that no, I'm, I'm going. Um, I don't love Cam Akers, but I love Gabe Davis. So. Um, do we love him because of that game, or what are we? What are we doing? What Gabe Davis? That's so crazy. No, but no. he went crazy the whole playoffs. Okay. Um, and okay. I, so three games. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, those are the biggest games of the year. I'll give you that. But. Stephon. Stephon. Yeah, looking at opportunity because you, you're gonna like Cole Beasley left and Emmanuel Sanders left. It just frees up more target share. Stephon, bro, Stephon Diggs literally on a podcast said you need to get Gabe Davis in fantasy, so that's why I'm going off of. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, hold on, I got to go back to this wide receiver court because uh, Rodgers, were you like, eh? I'm saying and eh, because like it's okay. Here, here's here's the why I say and eh, and it's because it's person it's personal preference. Russ has the more solid. I think Baton has that boom factor. Really easy just because of Tyler Lockett and fucking uh, Debo. So I would say, like, I would lean towards Russ, but it's it's closer to an even than I would say solid, oh, it's Russ. That's the only difference. I just don't know if Tyler Lockett still has that boom with Geno Smith. Yeah. Um. And They're DJ Moore has that, but DJ Moore has that boom though. So man, I I don't give a fuck what no one says. Put this on the fucking text. DJ Moore is the most overrated motherfucker in the fucking NFL when it comes to. I don't know why y'all keep believing this motherfucker, and he keeps leaving y'all ass out every fucking time. God, just just let that. No, but let it. But this is your problem. But. DJ Moore has been honest. Well, at least where I drafted him last year, he was phenomenal. Because I don't think he's ever been drafted as like a top ten guy. I think he's always drafted around the wide receiver twenty to twenty four, and that's where he finishes pretty much. Like last year, he outperformed it. He finished it, bro. I got DJ Moore in like the fucking eighth round last year, and he finished at wide receiver eighteen. That still will never touch that much. But that's what I'm saying. It's not overrated. Like it'd be overrated if DJ Moore was. Because, he went high this year, I think. Shit, it's like oh. And then I'll give you a fucking two. It's like, bro. But it's just because he hasn't got touchdowns. Because he's only had four touchdowns every single year for the last. Bro, his stat line is the exact same the last three seasons. 1,100 yards, four touchdowns. 1,100 yards, four touchdowns. 1,100 yards, four touchdowns. So you know what you're going to get. But he, if he gets more touchdowns, he's, he could boom. Yeah, I, I don't. Baker, Baker, Baker's the answer. We'll see. Who do y'all got overall, though? Who y'all got, Russ or, Russ or Baton? I'm taking Russ. Oh, I'm taking Baden. Yeah, I'm taking Baden. I mean, just going off of Russ by ten. My rankings, really. Russ by ten. Ten by ten. Ten for ten. Yeah, I'm gonna go Russ. I just don't uh, like the Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, and the Melvin Gordon I think situation. It's more, yeah, Russ's team is more. I guess. Uh, okay, I'm taking Baden. <laughs> you want to bet on that shit? <laughs> the first week. I think what it is. Yeah, like, when I'm 
when I made when I made my rankings, it's not necessarily like the because you know a lot of things happen. Like just because someone has a like a powerhouse team doesn't mean they're going to like. Oh, you know. Yeah, from week to week, anything can happen. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So, I still think he's finna win in a landslide. <laughs> my man Calico. Who you had? Uh, I got firepower. Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb. Who you taking? Along with Derrick Henry is facing the Giants, and, Cal- and I'm sorry Bayton. to say this, but Kamara is facing the, the Falcons. Our defense is not I'm very good. With, I'm going with Baton. All right, so that's split down the Bayton middle. Per matchup. That's what we wait. What you say? Uh, yeah, that's split down the middle. All right. I'm sorry. Who did y'all take between me and Rogers, Nate and White? Mm. Uh, I believe I took Rogers. I, I took you, John. I'll take you, John. All right. Well, that's split down the middle too. We both know where me and him are at. Um. All right. We're gonna go. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll take John. Okay. I did. I took yeah. Three John. to one. I'll take John. Yeah. yeah I'll, oh yeah. Don't give a fuck. Trash. <laughs> so garbage. All right. So we. <laughs> all right. We're going into Jay White and Reynolds. Let's get it. All right. We got um, Russell Wilson versus Patrick Mahomes. Um, that's, you know, it's crazy. I'm going to go Russell Wilson there because he's, you know, playing Seattle. You know, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes we're is playing Arizona. Game. Yeah. No, we're Patrick being Mahomes, game. I think Patrick Mahomes, I think that the Chiefs and Cardinals game could be a shootout as well, though. So. I, I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, but that's a good one. Um, Javante. All right, I don't get like. All right, let me get through these. Let me get through these. Javante Williams and Elijah Mitchell versus uh, Dave Montgomery and Antonio Gibson. Uh, Jay Will and fucking Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, me too, man. I'm going I'm going that. Dude, that that's just so funny. Reynolds was talking about his running backs. Some shits are ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Those shits are so ass. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, damn, yeah. Jay White, look at you, man. Starting yeah, over look here, at bro. You coming up. Oh, no. Now we get all to the receivers. All right, Uh-oh. so uh, Drake London, DK Metcalf, and Darnell Mooney. Burst. I don't even know if Drake London's playing the first week. I think he is. I think I, I think he is. I think he practiced. Okay. He's been, he's been practicing. Yeah. So we'll see. Limited, limited practice. Versus uh, yeah. Justin Jefferson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and T. Higgins. All right, let's just go to the next. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Reynolds with a landslide. Uh, uh, Tyler yeah. Conklin versus Darren Waller. Yeah, it's a landslide. And then you got uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Kadarius Toney. Versus Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Chase Edmonds. I hate to say it. I'm leaning white. I'm at- <laughs> bro, I'm taking, bro, I'm dead ass. I'm taking, bro, I'm taking white over Reynolds week one. I don't give a fuck. I'm all in. I'm all in on white making the fucking playoffs this year. I don't give a fuck. I want him to win the playoffs. Get to the playoffs so fucking bad. Because I know he's not going to win. But, like, if there's just – it could be the perfect storm where he just has the easiest schedule. Like, every person he go against just shits the bed. And he just keeps outperforming. <laughs> um, I need it to uh, happen. I got I'm Jay White. Quick, and Ford is projected four yards. Who? That's it. Jerome Ford for the Cleveland fucking Browns projected four yards. What does that mean? <laughs> Now you talk about like yeah, his, his projection is zero point zero four. <laughs> oh, it's not even four yards. Is that even that's one fucking touch for four yards and then sitting right back down? I'm dead. Oh no, that's not even four yards, bro. That's literally oh, it is. No, it's not. No, that that's a fucking yeah. How the fuck? How you scared? That's, that's less scored. than a half of a yard. 
<laughs> Wait, how you get that? Who? who? <laughs> you, you don't know who Jerome Ford is? No, no, no. I'm cool with that. I'm I'm trying to figure out how do you get this point four point zero four. Denzel Mims is point seven one. That's weird. Too. Oh, bro, yeah. bro. Maybe he runs for like a half a yard and gets like tackle for a long. I don't know. No, you can't even get that decimal. I don't know. That's crazy. Really? Um, but but I'm but on a serious note, I am gonna take yeah. Jay White in this because I do think that Russell Wilson can outscore him. Um, and then I think that the running backs, um, can they're definitely gonna outscore. Yeah. I give the advantage Reynolds on wide receiver for sure and tight end, but I can see his flex outscoring too. I do think it's a possibility for real, and I'm going Jay White. I'm going Reynolds because I'm not going to yeah, go I'm Reynolds. I'm not for fun, go I was going to go White, but if I had my money on it, I'm going Reynolds. He said for fun. Yeah, I was going to do it for fun, but, you know, <laughs> for shits and gigs. But nah, if I had to put the paper down, that's funny as fuck. Man. Going with Reynolds. Going with the Reynolds. Fan of the world on the line, Reynolds. <laughs> Who we right. got? Who do you want? <laughs> Fate of the world. <laughs> I want Iguodala. <laughs> that's what y'all sound like. I want Jay White. That's what that's that's what that sounds like. <laughs> oh, uh, get on the fuck out of here. All right, we'll move um, on to the next matchup. Uh, Rowan versus Colson. Um, man, you ain't. Huh? You ain't got to open that. Just move to the next one. Yeah. Nah, we got to cover it, man. We got to cover it. Uh, All right. We got Trey Lance versus Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. We got uh, Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs on Rowan's side versus Dalvin Cook and Austin Eckler. Stop. Yep. Colson. <laughs> Wide receivers. Yeah. You have Jalen Tolbert, Jerry Judy, Brandon Ayuk versus Stephon Diggs, Deontay Johnson, and Devonta Smith. Next. There's a world, there's a world yeah. that. Rowan's receivers could outdo his, um, but George Kittle it, versus Mark Andrews. I'm I'm just saying, looking at the matchups, I think wide receivers are going to walk them. But next, um, yeah, George Kittle, well, Mark Andrews, a respectable fight there. Respectable, but Mark. <laughs> and then I just don't even know. If, I mean, we got Noah Fant in the flex right now. <laughs> Noah Fant and Damian Harris versus Adam Thielen and Cortland Sutton. So that's not even. He's he's making sure that uh he's making sure Winston get that number one overall. He's taking a knee right here. That's what I'm saying, bro. This man can't even like it. I mean, tanking does nothing because he just gave away his first round pick next year. It's hilarious. Oh, he, he okay. First of all, let, let's let's be real. Let's let's talk about let's talk about it. Noah Fant in his flex, right? He's got a will. He's got Michael Carter. Um, uh, shit. He's got Randall Moore on his bench, Rondell bro. Like, Moore, yeah. Bro, stop with the fucking Rondell Moore shit. Dude's like 5'7". Relax. Stop. <laughs> and fucking cooking. Relax. 5'7". I can't get behind him. I, I don't care if he's behind him or not. He's still a better option than Noah fucking fan. I get, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. A better, a better fucking pick than Noah fan. Yeah, what? no. It's... Bro, situation with Rondo Moore? Like, did I miss something? Like, he had, what, two good games? No. No, yeah. He had a couple good games. The thing was, is like, he, um, Kyler Murray wanted Rondo Moore from the draft. I think he had some insight for the, with the front office, and like, yeah, I like Rondo Moore, or whatever, which is kind of funny. Wanted, 
My home going to CAH too. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, maybe that's why I was sticking with him for so long. But the thing is, is like, which is actually hilarious just to think about. I could be wrong about that situation, but it's hilarious to think about because like Aaron Rodgers was in that debacle and he's had like literally won a Super Bowl. He's been in the league for like 20 years. But um, there's that. And he did flash a little bit last year. Um, and he's definitely like a big speedster type guy, which is good for that offense. Yeah, he's the number two wide receiver right now. Hmm. I'm about to say, you got to think, A.J. Green's behind him, and you have fucking, what is it, uh, D-Hop out. Oh. Um, but I, but regardless, I think everybody's on Colson's side here. Do we all agree? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's not easy. That's yeah. the first complete wash. Wait, Ow. White, who do you got between you and Reynolds? Of course I got myself. Like, I'm, I'm not even trolling. Like, I do think it's a world in which I beat Reynolds. Because... Look, yeah, on paper he has like he's, I guess you can say like the better team, but Metcalf over like Drake London, um, over Justin Jefferson, like Drake London has something to prove, you know, against Chris Olave. Okay, stop. Like, I don't, not, don't even think that Drake London going to outscore Justin Jefferson. I don't know about that one. But he, so you don't think he can match him? He can get like at least twenty. No, and Drake Justin London. Drake like, London's not even going to no. Okay, Metcalf. Yeah, yes, uh, is, Metcalf. What are we talking about? He about to have a fucking blowout game, bro. I'd be. They learned about to I'd be very go excited. for one twenty and two tutties. I'd be very excited about that. Metcalf, Juju, Higgins over Mooney, but Mooney could match. You know what? You're right. Like, I'm on JY. I'm on your side. So yeah, I agree with you 100. percent There's Tony, baby. Let's go. Um. All right. That uh, yeah, that was the first wash. Rowan and Colson. Last matchup. We got Winstein, number one in the power rankings, versus the champ last year. It's like the it's ring ceremony. This is like this is literally yeah. like the ring ceremony. Yeah. Like this. Little, I like it. Um I, literally So we got Winstein versus Nate. We got Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert all Herbert. day. Herbert. Um, Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones. When you got Jonathan Taylor, James Connor, that's close, man. Hmm. And I, I have to give it to like I think Connor's going to regress a little bit. I, mm, I think he's going to go fucking ape shit. Okay, um, see, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I like Aaron Jones a lot this year, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lean more because the PPR like Jones, half like. point PPR. I think the Christian McCaffrey Aaron Jones duo is gonna, you know, benefit a lot from all the catches as well. So I'm gonna lean that way. Um, I'm leaning towards Taylor and Yeah, but either way it's close. Um wide receivers for Winston, you got Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans, and then Jay or uh, Nate has Waddle, Michael Thomas. Is Michael Thomas playing? And then Michael I don't know. and then Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah. Or See Thomas or Olave in that spot. So okay, we'll yeah, the Oral Olave. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, he got that one. On. Winston definitely got that. Like, yeah, you know, argue that. yeah, I definitely I'd like argue that. He definitely got that. He got Travis Kelsey. You got TJ Hawkinson. He's got that. Absolutely. He's got that for sure. Going to the flex, he has Amari Cooper, Zach Ertz. You have Mike Williams and Kenneth Walker. Uh, which Walker? I'm going Walker and Williams. Okay, but like Walker, are you starting Walker, Nate? I might not. I might start Kirk. I might start. I, I mean, you're you're aware that Rashad Penny is starting Week One, right? I shouldn't even have told you that. 
Mm. No, like I think Kenneth Walker, he just had to have surgery. He had like a hernia or some shit. You aware <sighs> of this? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty positive. Uh, when is Gronk and fucking Will Fuller on his bench? But um, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, man. This is you know, Winstein. Winstein being a bad manager. Also, I'm certain it's possible. He's like questionable for first game. But no, I take Mike Williams over yeah. any guy that you want to pick from your bench. I mean, you could literally get your worst bench player, oh, yeah, and I'll take it over fucking Amari Cooper and Zach Ertz. Bro, I look like I said, Winstein. I really, really, really see a world where like Winstein seems not as good as it. I, until he got Mike, man. If he didn't have Mike Evans, I wouldn't even have him making the playoffs. No shit. Oh, I don't know about that, bro. Yeah. Wow. He was. A, I'm, I he started was a, saying that. I, I started saying that shit, bro. I literally. Start, but think about it. If he didn't get Mike Evans, who do he be starting in his wide receiver three spot? Because right now he has he has right. But the first six weeks, he would have struggled. Yeah, you right, Mark Cooper. Yeah, but that's trash. With fucking Jacoby Brissett. He would the, the amount of players that he has on his team that would become like a plus. Like I'm pretty sure yeah. they can make up with that spot. He that needed him to be a Mark Cooper all the way. You know what I'm saying? He, he just needs him to be serviceable with all the other guys he has. Right. Easy, right? But like going against like my wide receiver core and Colson's wide receiver core and Russell's yeah. wide receiver core, it's not matching up. That, that was my point until he got Mike Evans. So then now I'll just shut up because I still think he's now he's the best team. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think yeah. But his I mean, flex still weak as fuck. Like still his weak is no, yeah. His flex is weak. I mean, he's start he's starting Zach Ertz. I mean, it's, you know, it's trash. He has no depth. I wouldn't say trash for Zach Ertz though. No, nah, but in the flex, like when you're going yeah, against flex, though, yeah. like you know, you got to use your second tight end to be your flex. That's gonna. I mean. I mean, White won a f- that way. He did what? He won a championship that way. But you know, who was the tight end? So, uh, Wait, how did I win the championship? No, he didn't. Didn't he? I thought that was the year that he fucking uh, won the championship where he had oh, two tight ends. Shut up! Absolutely not. That would have never no. happened. And if that did happen, we would have all remembered that. No chance. <laughs> White. I had Alex. I had Alex Smith, Le'Veon Bell, um, Mark Ingram, Brandon Cooks. Devin Funches, uh, Zach Ertz, Carlos Hyde. What year did you have two uh, tight ends and you were starting? Oh, that was my rookie. That was, I had Tyler Eifert or Eifert. He was and, Gronk, and, and Gronk. I didn't. I, I went on a four game win streak and I was just trash. Gronk and, uh, but those those were his two best players, and they were actually really good. What are you talking yeah. about? Eifert and Gronk, they actually ran a very good tandem together. Like, that was when came out of nowhere, and Gronk was running it. He started two tight ends for multiple weeks. Yes. That was my first year in the league. That was not the year he won the championship. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I didn't have that at some point. Trash. (laughs) I'm the fucking blueprint, man. I'm the fucking... (laughs) What? The blueprint, the blueprint, Nate. That's my nickname. Call me the blueprint. I will never disrespect man, any I'll of these words. I really hope Rowan's fucking paying attention. I think he is. It's just like, we, what are we doing with Noah Fan the flex right now? Is it the role of the team with all the Alabama players? Yes, in yeah. San Fran. Uh, Look, not San Fran. Fran. what the fuck is Zach? Forty nine. 
Who is this Tobert character he has starting? Says Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> each tip highlights from the motherfucking Backstreet Boys. Uh, <laughs> Tobert character. Go, go look at that right now. Please. Who is this Tobert character? I actually think Tobert's going to be pretty good this year. He's going to get a lot. Like, they got to go somewhere. Like, fucking Amari Cooper's gone. Fucking, what's his name? Gallup's hurt right now. Like, they have to target somebody. Yeah. John, why are you, like, downplaying? You like, you always be talking about, like, oh, none of these rookies doing good. But you always, it's like, you always bias. It's always about, like, your wider receiver, like, opinion. No. Like, what I said about all these rookies, you have a hundred of them. <laughs> like you can't, you literally okay. Okay, you're not even able to have that many players. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, Drake London, <laughs> top prospect. He could fit. He could. I'm just counting all of them. David Bell, Jahan Dotson, Hassan Haskins, Tyler Algier. Is Jerome Ford a rookie? Yep, Jerome Ford, Garrett Wilson, Isaiah Spiller. Pacheco, just, Sky Moore, I think Isaiah Pacheco. Guys. You have 10. We have a 25-man roster. You have 10 rookies. That is like 40% of your roster is fucking rookies. That's insanity. Can I just name who but I think will point, be starting? Okay, but this is my point. Wait a minute. Though. Who won my matchup? Fuck this team. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got fans. <laughs> That's very true. We, like we just, thing, man. Um, oh, it's cool, man. So I got you, Nate. I actually do have cool. you if you figure out your flex situation, but I definitely have you due to the flex situation. Yeah, I'll put Penny in there. I mean, it's, it looks a lot better now, but um, yeah, I'm definitely you. picking myself. Yeah, man. Who do y'all got? So I look at, I look at um, Nate, I kind of like look at your team. I'm talking about like your championship. I kind of look at your team as like, Lamont, like uh, LeBron James and Winston is like Michael Jordan. And I think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, so I'm going with you. Oh, thank you. I was wondering where you was going with that. I'm glad you said that. I should have just said something off the wall. <laughs> like, just thank you. I was going to end my draft. I'm um, in the middle of a draft right now. So. Rogers, who you got? I got Nate because I don't believe in CeeDee Lamb. Damn, look at that. We got four, four people, everybody against number one power rankings guy. Yeah. Love it. I- Oh, that's all the pedigree, championship pedigree. I got a question. I got a question. I love it. This is kind of like Dynasty. Obviously, this is Dynasty related. If CD Lamb doesn't finish top 10 and NTN finishes an RB2, maybe even like a fucking t- uh, low end RB1, and Burks is just relevant as like a 25, what is it going to take for them to be like a good trade? To be stapled in my my favor. No, if Travis Etienne ends up being top ten, then you're good. <clears throat> I'm 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 just saying. I feel like this year we're gonna be able to see that. I'm not a huge fan of Ceedee Lamb. I think he's gonna kind of disappear this year. No. And, and, yeah. Really, man. I'm like, I mean, I think he only goes up just based off of Mark. Dull personality. So it's I, like. Be a good number one receiver, and I don't mean like fantasy. I mean like legit in the NFL. I think if he gets focused, if he gets game planned against, he kind of just disappears. 
Oh, we have to look to see like when's the most how recent has he been how active has he been on social media? That's all we have to see. Why where do you come up with this shit? He's a scout, man. He, he looks at all that stuff. He if he posted within like the last month, then he's he's ass. Let's do some research. He posted nine hours ago. Chipotle ad, not fucking focused on football. <laughs> Who is this? He's just getting protein after a workout. What do you mean? He's focused. He's showing you his protein after the workout. Get a little, get a little potlet. Sleep, but if I did, I ain't gonna let it show. The fuck out of here. Let, let, if I go to Elijah Moore is, or Jalen Waddle, he hasn't posted or said anything in in weeks. If I go to if I go to Isaiah Pacheco, he hasn't said shit in weeks. Fucking focused. Who's the Who's the person that posted Chipotle ad? CD. Oh, it was like an advertisement because he's getting paid oh, by them, so he yeah. had to. And then the other post was uh, he posted the literally the Dallas Cowboys schedule. So nah, that you, lets uh, me know he's locked in. Did 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 y'all see that post from Amon St. Brown though? Why would I be oh, following man. a Detroit Lions player? Nah, because it, it made it all over ESPN. Oh, really? What is that? <laughs> it was uh someone DM'd him and hit him with the hey welcome to my fantasy team you know insert like the name or whatever and then he gave him that uh that what was it god was it it wasn't friday night lights we will be perfect oh that's um remember the titans remember the titans that man <laughs> gave him in his dm you oh, can't man. He said, welcome this. to the team. We will be perfect. And every I was like, bro, come on. Isaiah Pacheco has posted <laughs> 1.5 times on average a month. Fucking focused. Locked in. Bro, I, f- I hope for your mental health, Isaiah Pacheco ends up being at least RB2. Because if he just never plays, like, if he just completely <laughs> trash, like just completely trash, which is a very high possibility. Like he just never like plays. A higher possibility. Yeah, it, going it, to the waiver wire. No, let's be honest. There, there is one hundred percent a higher possibility. That Isaiah Pacheco is never better than RB thirty five, and not possible. <laughs> so, I just you know, I love confidence. I love. I, I just love how because dude, I got white in like two other leagues right now. And I sniped him for Isaiah Pacheco just to have him. And I do not even want to fucking like start him or I don't want to be more on my team. I just sniped him because he put his team name as Isaiah Pacheco. I'm just petty. It's unbelievable. But hey, man, we're going to wrap it up there. Man, I'm, I'm tired. I got to go to bed. Um, follow us at the Trenches FFL on Twitter. We are the Trenches Dynasty League. This is the Dynasty League um on apple and spotify so go on there give us a, a follow subscribe give us a review get, try to get, give us a five-star review we're trying to get some trying to get these numbers up you know what i'm saying trying to get these numbers up um we're gonna wrap it up there man the next episode it'll be probably um we're gonna try to do one once a week for dynasty um we'll just do like kind of you know review what happened the week prior and then just keep previewing the next week um any final thoughts fellas I'm a happy holidays, man. I, I consider the first week of football a holiday. So happy holidays. It's literally my favorite day of the year. That's Sunday is my favorite. Like kickoff Sunday is by far and away better than Christmas. Is better than Thanksgiving. It's better than all of them. Uh, not, well, it doesn't matter because you ain't gonna be at Bubba's, so it's all uh, whatever. It's number two. My 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 wedding anniversary is number one. You know. So. Yeah, that's right. You, you know what? <laughs> yeah, people listening. Talk <laughs> the fuck up. All right, man. We're gonna wrap it up there. See y'all. Peace.